cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is my right-hand man, Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Dr. Tim Shu, CEO and founder of Vet CBD. Dr. Shu, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm doing very well. Thank you. So take us through Vet CBD, the origin of that, how that came about, and kind of what led you to wanting to dive into this path. Yeah, so you know, I had heard about how cannabis could be beneficial for humans. And for me, it, it was always the question of, okay, if cannabis can be beneficial for humans, are we able to make it beneficial for animals as well? There are ways that we can utilize it to be able to make it so that it's non-intoxicating for animals. So it doesn't get them high, but there is still able to get the medical benefits from it. Are pet CBD products similar in their formulations as the human CBD products? They're different in the, in the formulation. You know, first is the ingredients, right? There are ingredients out there that are perfectly fine for people to ingest, but can actually be toxic to animals. And so the one that everyone knows is chocolate, right? You, you never give your dogs chocolate. So, you know, first and foremost is the ingredients and make sure, making sure that the ingredients are safe for the animals, but also dosing matters, right? You know, a 160 pound person is, is going to probably take a different dose than a 10 pound dog. And then also, you know, the, the formulation in terms of how you're utilizing THC, for example, can also be different. What's important to understand is that THC can actually be effectively utilized in animals, but they can be more sensitive to it. And so it needs to be dosed and formulated properly. So what would you suggest to someone that comes to you and says, hey, I bought this product. It didn't work for my dog. Would you recommend trying different products? Would you recommend staying with the same product three times? Because the, the point you brought up is, is a really important one. One that we've heard time and time again is that people have this issue with their dog. They're looking for something to help their dog and then they have this different experience. And it could be off-putting for them where they, they take a different approach. They go with a different style product and, and it could be the wrong choice just based on what you said. So what would you suggest to them? So first and foremost, talk to your veterinarian about it, right? Because you want to make sure that whatever you're, you're trying to address um, can be adequately addressed by cannabinoid therapeutics. And we are seeing more veterinarians be educated about it. We, are, we do do a lot of presentations for veterinarians about, you know, the, the things that cannabis can be utilized for and how to look for quality and how to, to guide your clients uh, through this process to make sure that they're getting quality products. Um, but the other thing is that any, any product that they purchase should have a COA tied to that specific product. And that COA should be available on the website. Uh, or if you reach out to the company, they should be able to, to provide that for you. And a COA is a certificate of analysis. But you know, the other thing is that sometimes we see products are made with CBD isolate. And thus far, the evidence shows that the, the entourage effect, that theory of synergism between multiple components of the cannabis plant does appear to hold true. We do have more evidence in favor of the entourage effect than against it. And so if a product is made, being made with CBD isolate, that patient or that client may actually do better with something that's full spectrum. So for example, let's say you have an older dog who has arthritis and anxiety. 
can the same product be used to serve both purposes? Or would you suggest looking for an individual product allocated for the arthritis one and a different one for the anxiety one? Definitely depends on the individual because the the way that we we see cannabis is uh, that it's an additional tool in the toolbox, right? And it, it's not something that can be used for anything and everything, right? And having been in the dispensary space for for a while, I've kind of seen some of the early marketing, and uh, you know, I, I've kind of also seen this mentality of uh, plants over pills. But you know, really, it's not it's not plants over pills. It's not pills over plants. It's it's both, right? You have to be able to utilize the right tool for the right situation, and in some cases, uh, traditional pharmaceuticals are going to work better. In other cases, cannabinoid therapeutics may work better, and in other cases, a combination of the two may work best. So let's let's go through product formulation. Do you start it historically? Have you started with an idea from a conception saying we'd want to go with a ratio? Or are you starting more with research and working through? Take us through the process from idea to end product. Yeah, it's really interesting because in terms of the, the research, there, there's a lot of preclinical research out there that's been done. And so that preclinical research is, is helpful because it provides a hypothesis, but then you, you have to come up with the formulation to be able to test that hypothesis on a patient group that hasn't uh, had clinical trials on it, uh, run on it before. And so it, it's a mix of taking the research that has been done and, and experimenting and trying different formulations in a real-world environment and seeing what works best. So that's that's the simplest way for me to put it. What's the time frame for something like that? Depends. I mean, you can have some things, um, you know, and I know that certainly some, in some cases, uh, we were like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do this over the course of six months and it, it ends up being 12 months and uh, it, it's ongoing. I mean, th- there's other projects that we've had that um, it, it's it's run longer uh, than, than what we hope for. And you'd be surprised, you know, when it comes to, um, pharmaceuticals, um, you know, in in the pharmaceutical industry, going from, uh, the beginning to the end phase uh, until the, the, uh, the patient's actually able to benefit from pharmaceutical that could take decades. So on your website, I read about your corporate social responsibility policy for every bottle purchased from our site. We donate a bottle to rescue organizations so we can help the helpers. Why is that so important for your organization to continue the messaging? Well, for me, my perspective has always been that business should be utilized as a vehicle for philanthropy, right? And so as, as a business, we always have to be looking at how can we give back? How can we improve the world? How can we leave it a better place than we found it? You said before there were certain areas that you were most excited about. Is there a certain cannabinoid in particular or a certain group of cannabinoids that you're most excited about? Well, I mean, you know, everybody's heard of CBD and everybody loves CBD and rightly so. In terms of other cannabinoids that I'm super excited about, I mean, I, I would actually have to kind of kind of flip that question. I'm, I'm more excited about our understanding of the endocannabinoid system, right? Because the, the endocannabinoid system is something that has been overlooked for decades and unfortunately continues to, to get second billing or, you know, third billing, fourth billing. And I say that because this is something that is present in all vertebrae animals it is deeply intertwined with all other physiological systems. It's responsible for homeostasis in, in so many different um, aspects of our lives, yet it's currently not being taught in most professional medical schools, veterinary schools, or nursing schools. Since you've been in the cannabinoid industry, what has been the biggest misconception? 
I think, you know, honestly, one of the biggest misconception is um, the demonization of THC, right? Um, and that comes from, you know, almost a century of prohibition uh, that that THC is something that just gets you high and THC is something that's, um, that just ruins your life, which is absolutely not the case. THC does have medicinal benefits. Um, and, you know, to, to deny uh, that and to say that it doesn't have any sort of medicinal benefit is intellectually dishonest. If you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? That there's always opportunities in our life to stand on the right side of history. And the way that we want to navigate our lives is to make the choices that our future selves will be proud of. And so I encourage everyone to, to have that perspective because really the, the best that we can do in our lives is to leave this world a better place than we found it. All right, prediction time. Dr. Shu, what is the number one takeaway animal lovers should know about cannabinoid therapeutics for their pets? It absolutely has potential benefits, but you know, don't think of it as a, as a one-size-fits-all. Um, and, and don't think of uh, pharmaceuticals as terrible things, right? I, what I always encourage people is to, to get away from this trap of binary thinking. So Dr. Shu, before we wrap, where can our listeners get in touch with you, learn more? Yeah, they can check out our websites at vetcbd.com or vetcbdhemp.com. Awesome. We'll link those all up in the show notes. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while while we we break break it all down. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 
Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has canna conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network.